Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. We're so glad to have you listening today. This is the third episode in the series that we're doing on called Eight Healthy Habits for Your Ministry. And so we've talked through the first four already. We're going to dive into the next two here. We are recording these as a marathon. So Trey and I have been here in the room now for, I don't know, an hour and a half, and we're just talking them all through. Mm-hmm. How are you holding up? We're doing good. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep going. It's it's uh, it's it's kind of fun to come in the podcast room. You know, we're in here. There's like arms and microphones and audio Screen. controls, yeah. soundboards and things. It's just kind of fun to be around all the technology. It's mm-hmm. cool. Yep. We also are right uh, right off of a very busy part of the office where there's a lot of people talking outside and laughing and having a good time. It kind of makes me wonder what they're doing. Yeah. So if you guys hear any of that in the background, it's because that's not us. There's yeah. other people who are here who are doing that just outside the door. So we're having a good time talking through our healthy habits. So, um, so Trey, what are you, what are your plans for dinner tonight? Are you what do you do you, are, do you cook for yourself or do you go out? What do you do? I actually was going to cook tonight. I'm not sure what I was going to cook. Um, so you're single. I am. You mm-hmm. have a dog. I have a dog. His name's Taz. Taz, and Taz great, is cool. Taz is a great pal. He's a boxer. Yep. And yep. he's a good-sized boy. Oh, yeah. He's uh, reaching on 70 pounds now. Whoa, so that's like, huge. So he's like 68 pounds right now. We just got we went to the vet on Monday. So I'm not sure if Tate weighs that much yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I, I barely weighed like 75 pounds going into high school. So <laughs> That's a big dog. Yeah. So Okay, so you and Taz are hanging out. Yep. And so mm-hmm. do you often cook for yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time. Usually if I'm not traveling. So this past month, if I was home for a couple of days and it wasn't really worth to go grocery right, shopping, fill your and all cupboards that kind of stuff, or whatever. So yeah. You know, go eat out, which is awful. Yeah. Because um, you've been eating out the whole time you're on the road. Right. And you're just ready for something. Yeah. What do you what kind of stuff do you make? Uh usually I like cooking rice based meals. Um I I enjoy rice a lot. Uh so So but does that look like stir fry or is that like microwave rice? Do you have a no. rice cooker? What do you do? I don't have a rice cooker, so I cook it myself. Uh my mom actually taught me uh how to cook some Good Spanish job, rice. Oh nice. Uh so you brown the rice first yeah. before you put all the seasonings in it and then you cook it for twenty minutes and then wow. you can put really whatever you want in there. Chicken so or whatever else in there? You can put chicken, huh. uh beef, steaks, uh uh fajitas little marks or uh, what i also love to do is uh do some like fried eggs and then throw that oh, in nice. there as protein yeah um so yeah so i'm not a huge cook my wife does most of the cooking and she's really good at it over the year like when we got married neither one of us knew how to cook mm-hmm. and so like we literally we, <laughs> we wanted to boil eggs when and this is a true story when we were young and we we boiled a pot of water and we dropped an egg in and it cracked <laughs> and like leaked all inside the water. And we're like, oh, that's, we must've dropped it too hard and hit the bottom. So we literally scooped it out and we tried to set it in gently with a spoon and it cracked again. I didn't know that you're supposed to boil the egg with the water, yeah, not boil the water and then put the egg in. So I, I did not have the training that your mom gave you. I didn't know that. No so. offense to my mom. She was a wonderful mom, but I did not learn how to, how to really cook at all. Yeah. So this whole idea of eating healthy, we're talking about healthy habits, and I mean, I perceive you as being a healthy guy and probably a good eater. You say that's not necessarily true. I eat a lot. That's that, it's the quantity. It's really where it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> but you tend to be discerning with your taste. So, yeah. listeners, what about you? Do you are you a healthy cook? Do you like? I mean, I love a cheeseburger. I just can't resist one, and so it's hard mm-hmm. for me when I travel. When I'm at home or at the office, like I don't typically eat lunch. Or I'll do something really light or eat some 
fruit or vegetable, you know, carrots or something here. But when I'm on the road, it's rough. Yeah. It's hard to resist a good cheeseburger. Yeah, especially whenever you see a big cheeseburger and you're like, you see it more as a challenge than anything. And so I always see like the pound burgers and I'm like, I'm going to finish that. 100%. Okay, so there you go with the quantity, right? So what they say, <laughs> and I know that there's people who do this and listeners, if this is you, may, leave us a message on the Facebook page or somewhere and let us know because we'd love to hear your story. Are you able to eat the, the smaller portion of the food you want, right? Because they say it's not so much what you eat, it's how much of it you yeah. eat. Because you can get like that burger theoretically and but get the small only... one <laughs> yeah. instead of the giant one. I, I've heard that that's possible. I've never understood that why you would do that. You get the biggest one you can. It's mm-hmm. the triple or the double or the whatever with the bacon and all the good stuff. But you can get the smaller one. And it still tastes like a burger. I've been trying to cut back on the quantities that I eat. Or you can get the big one and you can cut it in half and eat part now and save later. And I've heard of people who order the meal and they'll put half of it in a to-go box right away and just eat the smaller portion. Mm -hmm. Portion control is a thing. Yeah. I haven't learned that discipline yet. I haven't either. I've tried this past week and I will eat the little bit of portion that it tells me that it's serving. Yeah. And then the rest. I'm still... (laughs) I want to eat the rest. It's and amazing how many servings are in one small package of something. I, it's I like, oh, it's only 130 calories per serving, and there's nine servings in this right. container, and I just ate the whole container. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well. Well, this is kind of setting us up. I'm setting you up here for our next healthy habit. Okay. The next healthy habit is to do less better. Last time I shared about the, the tendency to do one more thing and to not say no, mm-hmm. right? Because we're you're a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. If someone comes and asks me to do something, my inclination is I want to say yes. Absolutely. I don't want to disappoint that person. I don't want to be thought of as the person who couldn't get it done by my leader. You know, yeah. I, I want to pull my weight. I want to be a helper. And so we, we tend to take on things. And the thing is we tend to take on more and more and more. And we, and so we eat the whole portion, right? We're not able to be like, you know what? I can help you in this small area, but get someone else to do that part. We're just like, no, we take the giant, portion. Yeah, I'll just take it off. And then we don't let go of anything else. And we just take on more. And now this is a tendency that we all have. And so like as a leader at, here at the office, I'm always asking the people I lead for more. You know, we're, we do this podcast, Trey, and we met yesterday and I'm like, okay, I want to do two more new podcasts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not just episodes of this one. No. We want to launch two more brand new podcasts that we don't do right now. Yep. And yep. guess who gets to do that? Me. Yeah, you. So that's, that's a, I mean, so there's that tendency that we all have, even, even as I kind of preach about this on the podcast, I'm doing this to you actively yeah. and saying, Trey, I need more. We want more. What else can we do? Mm-hmm. But for all of us, we have leaders who do that, or we do that to ourselves because there may be stuff that I'm adding to my own plate. We all create our own stress more than other people put stress on us. And so we have this tendency to do more and more and more and more and more. And the problem is as we do, I'm going to do a little wordplay here. Ready? Okay. This is a little Chuck thing. As we, as we do more things weekly, we tend to do things more weekly. Ooh. Okay. See? Yeah. The W-E-E-K. Yeah. We take on more things every week. And when we do them that, uh, we take on too many things. We do these things more poorly than we did before. Yeah. And so what happens is we overload ourselves to the point where when, when we have the capacity to do a few things with excellence... We take on more and more things until we do nothing with excellence and everything becomes pulled down towards mediocrity yeah. or worse, being unacceptable at all. Yeah. <laughs> or Quality we just don't do it at all. Right. 
And so, but we, we have to fight the drift. Part of our healthy habits here, healthy habit number five, do less, better. And so that means we need to do fewer things. That's the doing less part. It's like the eating less. If I could just take the smaller portion and say no to the other part. We, but we also need to choose to cut things out. Yeah. So doing less isn't just not taking on more. It's looking for what we can stop doing. Right. And so part of the discipline of doing more things really needs to be more about doing different things. Yeah. Because when we do more, we, we, we hamstring ourselves and we limit ourselves and we wind up frustrated and tired and we wind up tr- on the treadmill. Remember healthy habit number one was get mm-hmm. off the treadmill. But we tend to increase our incline on that treadmill and we're cranking it up steeper, steeper. Let me make it harder for myself because now I have more to get done than ever before in the same amount of time and the same amount of resources and I'm exhausted even more. But I'm getting more done. Yeah. But we've, we sacrifice quality for quantity. Mm-hmm. And so the first point under do less better is doing it better. <laughs> so, yeah, we have to do less. But the, the point of doing fewer things is so we can do them with excellence. Yeah. And we need to be people as, as followers of Jesus who are focused on doing things with excellence. We need to give our best to the Lord. And if there's something we can do, you know, that, that, the, the scriptural um, challenge to, to let your yes be yes and your no be no. We tend to say yes to things that we shouldn't mm-hmm. instead of saying no. And once we take those things on, we get saddled real fast. And now we're functioning in a place of obligation rather than opportunity. Yeah. And we can miss opportunities to do – we can be doing a lot of good things and not doing the, the best things, yeah. the things that we really should do. And th- that comes back to checking our focus because we can be distracted by things that draw us away from what our present purpose should be. Mm-hmm. This is going back to our other healthy all habits other and our things. other tips. Yeah. And all ties together. So m- more isn't always better. So we, we've been sold the lie in our culture from the time we're little kids that if we just had more – Everything would be better. More time, more money, more, more candy, more toys, more friends, more opportunities, more, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, more French fries, <laughs> whatever that is. I just want more. When I, in fact, like would, if I had the choice to go out to eat somewhere, this is, I, I shouldn't do endorsements. Like if, if I go Red Robin, Yum. there you go. I think of that, but I think of bottomless fries. When you think of Red Robin, it's like, hmm, bottomless I'm going to go there and the fries never end mm-hmm. as much as I want. But then you only end up eating one plate. Well, but then, well then they give you a tiny portion. <laughs> so they don't really, bring, you're like, okay, can I get another basket? And like, okay, 40 minutes later, there's another tiny basket. But, but more isn't always better. Yeah. I don't need the more. We want more. So we have this, and this is a little bit of that. We need to make that conscious decision, turn off the manual controls and set our, or turn off the automatic controls and set our focus manually because our default is to just want more. We're mm-hmm. greedy. We're gluttonous, not just with food, with everything. We're Americans, right? Yep. We, we want everything we want and we want it now because we, we, we have uh, an instant gratification mindset. Have you ever seen that commercial way back when where it's like, it's my money and I want it now? That's always what I think oh, about. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. No, I do think of the Taco Bell commercial that says change is good. And there was the little Chihuahua Taco Bell Chihuahua. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't, oh, well. Somebody, somebody out there will. But doing more isn't always better. We need to be careful what we add to our plates, uh, to our metaphorical work plates and activity plates. And we need to be slow to say yes to things and take on more. And I think we need to be more intentional about evaluating our QQ quotient, evaluating the quality quantity 
quotient, the QQQ, so that we are not compromising quality yeah. as we are as we feel obligated to do more. Yeah. And I think it's healthier for us to do less and do those things with excellence. I think we all want to be known as people of excellence. And so part of that is that discipline of putting up some boundaries, yeah. which can be hard for us to do. And even in ministry, whenever we're, we think that there, we see all these other churches that are doing so many things in their kids' ministry, and we just say, we have to do more. We They're doing do more. more, so we let's do more. But the things that we are doing are really, really great quality. And so when we start doing those more things, what we are doing really well and what we're doing good at starts to decrease. Yeah, we have to make, we have to be really sure that we're willing to make that trade. Yeah. Because if we, and, and what I'm proposing from this healthy habit is you are better off to do less and do it with excellence than to take on more and more and more. When we have our eyes, I think that's a great example that you raised. When we have our eyes on somebody else and we're looking at what they do, whoever they are, if yeah. it's a competitor in business, if it's, a, if it's another church, if it's somebody else within our church who seems to be doing, remember, it's just like social media. You see the other places' highlights. You never see what really is happening. Yeah. You see your own whole story. You know all your flaws. You know your shortcomings. You know the difficulties that you have and the problems you have. And you never see that in anybody else. You just see, oh, look at all that they do, and, and we're not doing enough. And it's a comparison game. We need to stop playing a comparison game. Yeah. I mean, that's a norm now. If we're going to compare on anything, let's let it be on depth rather than breadth. Right, Because what happens is as we go more broad with the things that we add to our ministry or to our plate just in life in general, we can't help but go more shallow. Yeah. And so do we want to be narrow and deep, so narrow in focus but deep in quality, or do we want to be broad in scope and shallow? Yeah. And I would propose really for the church, we need to not add things unless we can do them with excellence. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. LifeWay's VBS 2020 Concrete and Cranes teaches kids to build on the love of Jesus. As always, you can count on LifeWay's VBS for trustworthy, gospel-centered content that's developed and vetted by experts. No matter the size of your church, every aspect of Concrete and Cranes is customizable to fit your needs and your capabilities. With resources to engage the whole family and content that continually points to Jesus, Concrete and Cranes VBS will help you reach your community and help kids uncover the truth that he who began a good work in them will be faithful to carry it on to completion. To learn more, go to lifeway.com VBS, where you can download free samples of the program materials and join our free directors club. All this and more at lifeway.com VBS. Do less, better. Yeah. So for this, as I, when I get to a chance to teach this in front of people, I like to I put up a graphic. I can show you the graphic, I guess. I, put, I got like a little trophy. Uh-huh. I guess I don't know the trophy, you know, the, the plastic cup, whatever. And it's got yeah. the little plaque on the bottom. And I, and I wrote less, L-E-S, better, B-E-D-D-E-R, like it's a person's name. Somewhere out there, there's a person whose name is Lester Better. And he, and he probably has a trophy that has his name on it. So he has the less better award. And so I'd love to have that trophy. And think of that, guys. If you're trying to – if the award goes to the one who actually performs in excellence, not quality, not quantity, I would love to give you that award. <laughs> maybe we should have – maybe we should have – you know how there's like the – all the awards, right? There's the, the Emmys and there's the Tonys. 
There's the ESPYs for the ESPN awards. Mm-hmm. What if we had the kiddies or the, the kid minis or something where we have kid kids minis. ministry awards? Wouldn't that be cool? And we serve. Uh, <laughs> we could have all kinds of church leaders nominated for different things. Chicken and wouldn't minis. it be great if you were the listener, if you were the one who got the less better award because you're doing less better. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we make an award show, mm-hmm. let's do that. Okay. We'll that and I'll have chicken be minis. So chicken. All right. Healthy habit number six. Healthy habit number six is be positive. And so I use a B plus icon. I think of the blood type, you know, yep. it goes back to my, I'm not a B, I don't, I don't really know my blood type. Do you know yours? I don't know it either. I'm not sure if any, I've, there are some people who do. And so <laughs> as I ask groups of people this, there are many people, when you ask, do you know your blood type? They're like, oh yeah, hand <laughs> shoots up. They're like, yes, no, how do you not? And I'm like, I have no idea. I've, I don't even know how to know. So yeah, I'm not good with things like that. So, but if I could choose a blood type for all of us, it would be B positive because <laughs> Guys, what a great mantra. Now, somebody's going to say A+, plus because doing things with excellence, like I just told you to do less better, means getting an A+. Plus. Yeah. But this is not a rewards-based system, guys. This is a grace-based system. <laughs> so, so what I want you to do here is the behavior. <laughs> just go with me on the grading yeah. system. The behavior of being positive, that is something that we need to choose to do. Because, again, for many of us, that's not our natural state. Some of us are very positive people. Yeah. Right? There's, there's optimists and realists and pessimists. And there are many people who are just wired to be a little pessimistic or to be realistic. Realistic, There are a few of us who are optimists. And so we tend to be Enneagram sevens. But there are a few of us who are positive about most things. And we can look for the positive in a situation. Now, whether that comes natural to you or not, that is a discipline. That's a health goal that I think we all need to set for ourselves. So when you talk about physical health, healthy equals happy. When we're healthy, we feel better. Our life yeah. tends to go better. And, and happy also equals healthy. So when we choose to set our minds on positivity, we can have a healthier situation. Yeah. So really it comes down to attitude, how we interpret what's happening around us. We can't change the situation. We can look at obstacles either as opportunities or as irritations. And so... I want to challenge you as a listener, when those hard times come, count it pure joy when you, in, in, uh, when you encounter various trials, because they will come. We have the choice to be prepared, to not be surprised when we have obstacles. We expect obstacles so we can prepare our hearts and our minds so that when they come, we're not surprised in a sense that it throws our attitude in the gutter. All right. Right? So part of that is the, having the expectation of difficulty and choosing it in advance of that that we will choose our response. We can control our feelings. We, we can't control the situation that happens around us. And when we try to control situations, we're going to be disappointed because we can't control them. Yeah. And the people will follow after that lead. If you are positive, yes. then everyone else will lead yes, on as well Trey, as being Brilliant. Positive. You haven't seen my notes, but brilliant. <laughs> You're, okay, so you set the tone for everyone. You set the tone for everybody. So if, as the leader, if you have a negative, grumbly, Oscar the Grouch attitude and you're just grumpy all the time, you are going to attract grumpy people around you. And mm-hmm. the people around you are going to be grouchy people. That is not healthy for a ministry. For any ministry, especially for a kid's ministry, we positive whatever you have, whatever you have is contagious. So I rode on a plane. I've been traveling a lot. You have too. We've been mm-hmm. on some planes. Um, 
And so you ever get on the plane and you sit down and you, you feel kind of confined. You're in the middle seat between a couple people. Yeah. You're trying to turn that tiny vent to blow on your face. You don't want to bump the next person. You don't want to touch elbows. You don't want to make eye contact. You just kind of want to put your headphones on and put your head down. We don't want to do that in ministry. We want to look to engage intentionally. But on the airplane, I just want to isolate in that moment. Yeah. Even me, I want to isolate. Wow. that's a... <laughs> See, thank you. Yeah. Um, but so you've got that tiny vent blown on your face and then you hear... Somewhere in the back of the plane, <coughs> somebody is hacking up a lung. They're coughing. And all I can think in that moment is this is recirculated air. Yeah. Right? That person is hacking their germs. And whatever that dude has in row 29 is going to make it to row 13 or yeah. whatever row I'm sitting in. So that's a great picture. It, it's a little gross if you think about it, right? But but guys, whatever you have, whatever we have as a leader, if we are positive or if we are negative, is contagious to the people that we lead mm-hmm. and the people that we serve. And so you are metaphorically coughing and sneezing all over the people around you. And so the question is, what are they going to catch from you? Germs? We, well, but hopefully germs of positivity. Germs of positivity. Right? <laughs> so spread germs of positivity. Um, obstacles are opportunities, and, and we do set the tone. Attitude is everything. And so that's not something that we are a slave to. That is something we have the choice to make. We mm-hmm. can't control the, the circumstances, but we can control our response. Yeah. So choose to be positive. Healthy habit number six. Mm. So get off the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Set your focus. Practice presence. Be where you are. Expect obstacles. Do less better and be positive. So there's our six that we've hit so far. If you've missed the other episodes, go back and check them out. And otherwise, come back next time and we'll have some more. Thanks, Trey. Good talking with you. Good talking to you too. Bye, listeners. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. Mm -hmm.